Thanks for tuning in to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. We're psychotherapists and the founders of Soul Shepherding, a ministry to pastors and all kinds of people. The Lord Jesus smiles to you. Come to me and I will give you rest for your soul. But maybe you're too busy or stressed. If so, not only are you missing God's peace, but also his power for loving and leading. So we're doing a series on rest. We're so glad you've joined our conversation with Christ, our master, soul shepherd, and friend. Today on Soul Talks, we're going to catch a breath. I love it. We're in our series on rest here. We talked about rest on a weekly basis on Sabbath and the practice of Sabbath last week. But we're going to talk today about rest in your everyday life. Catching a breath in your everyday life. That's our topic. And that's been really a key thing for you and I, Bill, in our formation in Christ and learning to really enter his rest and live in his peace and love and joy. I did that just a few minutes ago. It's been a a busy day here at at our computers and our soul shepherding office, which this, our administrative office is in our home. And so it's been a, a bustle of activity and need to take some pauses. And I just took one of those, walked around and was breathing and praying. And I was uh, working with the um, Psalm 62 and God alone, my soul finds rest and is nourishing myself in God's presence. Thanks for doing that. I benefit from that too. When you do that, I notice its effect on you and it, on our office here are working together. So what excites you about this topic? Well, one of the things that excites me is this is an area where we get to minister out of the overflow of what God has taught us. Mm -hmm. And that's what we love to do with soul shepherding. Just this week, honey, I got an email from one of the pastor's wives in my group and she's had trouble with anxiety. And she's, you know, she's a young mom and she works and she's involved with her husband in their church plant. And she was thanking me. She said, you've taught me how to be still Mm. in God's presence. And that was hard for me. Mm. And what we're talking about today is really key, learning how to be still in God's presence Every day, just even for a few seconds or, or minutes throughout your day, it can have a big impact. Yeah, it's one of the ways it's, it's huge, and our listeners might not think about that. You, you might think we're talking about just a spiritual discipline here and a, a quieting in God's presence to experience more closeness with the Lord, and we are talking about that. But our relationship with God relates to our relationships with people. And so our ability to be still in a conversation and not only still our body, but to still our thoughts and to listen, to really attend to what somebody is saying and to have empathy for them, to absorb the things that they share and take that to heart and be able to minister that sense of presence to that person that's connected with the spiritual discipline of rest. It is. This has been so important to you and I in our own lives. And then we've taught this to so many others, including in our counseling practice and when we minister at churches. One of our values is to bring the teaching of a practice and experience that people can take away that will help them to connect with God in their day and receive his peace even into their bodies because we live in a world that is full of opportunities for stress reactions. Yeah, and we learn by experience. Mm -hmm. The way that we learn how to deal with stress and the challenges of life, conflict in our relationships, we need to learn that by experience. And sometimes we think that we could just maybe read a book or something or attend a seminar and get some information, and information is helpful, but it's not sufficient. 
And so the deepest learning, it comes relationally, comes spiritually, and it's by experience. It is. And that's part of the soul training that you write about in the sabbatical guide that Soul Shepherding now has available in our store. Those of you that are interested in more training with that sabbatical guide has links and information on some of our best practices and experiences for this. Yeah, it's full of examples of different pastors who have gone on sabbatical uh, where they've had 30 days or, or longer, some cases three months, and they've had some time for some deep soul training in, in rest and in, in Sabbath. Basically, a sabbatical is you're stringing together some Sabbath days for the purpose of nourishing your soul in the Lord, and which in turn empowers you for ministry, helps us stay out of compassion fatigue and burnout and uh, vulnerability to moral blowouts where we're tapping into sinful things to try to feel better. Uh, we need to take care of ourselves in the Lord. And so that's what a sabbatical is about. And it's so valuable for anyone in, in ministry. And uh, if you're not a pastor or a, a, a Christian educator or nonprofit leader or someone in that category, you might be surprised if your company might offer you a sabbatical because more and more companies do that. But if that doesn't relate to you, Going on an extended retreat is an opportunity you might take, or you might simply be praying for your pastor or a pastor you know and encouraging them as how they might take a sabbatical. And so these daily trainings that we're talking about of entering God's rest, and talk to us a little bit about your vision, Bill, because you started a new aspect of our Soul Talks podcast to help people and to offer this training to them on a daily basis. You say it like I started it without you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is something you've had a real a particular vision yeah. and passion and desire to do for a long time. Yeah, we're calling it Selah, and it's a new offering within our Soul Talks podcast. I'm not sure if we'll, it'll be weekly, but periodically, uh, anyone that's subscribed to our Soul Talks podcast will find in their feed of podcasts, probably on Sundays, this will come in, be about a five-minute short meditation from Scripture uh, with music set to it and uh, different varieties of ways of uh, reflecting on Scripture and praying to help us quiet our soul in God's presence and appreciate His love and His grace. These have been so helpful to me, just the ways that I've watched you practice this in your life and then learn from you and practice it in mine. And people that I work with, you know, we all carry stress in our bodies, some in our neck or our jaw or you know, different areas in our body, our gut. And these practices can really help with that. In fact, one of the pastor's wives, honey, that we interact with was having terrible TMJ. And her doctor finally said, it is just imperative for your health that you learn how to meditate. And she was a little bit worried about that because she was like, oh, meditation, you know, who do I trust with that? How do I learn that? And kind of sounds scary if you're not familiar with this at Eastern or New Age. And it certainly can't be. But we're talking about a form of meditation that would, through these practices in Selah that are scriptural, that are oriented on Christ, that are biblical, that existed long before any of this new kind of fad that's come in part because it is so important of mindfulness or meditation that you hear about now, even from health organizations. Yeah, well, it's just been proven scientifically that meditation is good for your body and your soul, and it helps you be more creative, more effective in your work. And so, yeah, secular companies and educators are teaching various practices that originally were Christian practices mm -hmm. that have been used yeah. for centuries. Right. We've had many people over the years who appreciate yoga as a form of exercise and stretching perhaps, 
but also the, the mental approach to life that helps them relax. And they so appreciate the soul shepherding meditations, uh, for instance, our, our breath prayers from the Bible and how that integrates with yoga so well. And so we have just tons of, of breath prayers on our website and uh, our, our Easy Yoke book. Every chapter has a different breath prayer, a different breathing rhythm. And, and I just guide you in how to use that because it's such a simple tool. Once you get the spirit of it, once you find your way into the experience and you personalize it for you, then you can take the ball and run with it and really make it work in your daily life and find those nooks and crannies during your day or just even just a few minutes where you do some deep breathing and you combine a scripture meditation with that or maybe a a picture of Jesus' face or some other visual from a, a scripture passage and it just brings a great peace over your body and soul. So honey, what is your vision and your hope and prayer for people who tune in and listen to Salah on Soul Talks? Well, I want it to be like you're sitting down with me in my office or maybe on a a bench in a park or here in our home where we're, we're doing our podcasts and we've had a conversation and you've shared something that you're struggling with or a longing that you have for more intimacy in your relationship with God. And we've been talking and I've empathized with you and understood you and you're feeling cared for. But I said, well, why don't we try an experience now? And uh, let me just sort of coach you and how you might uh, interact with the Lord personally in a way that will really minister to your soul and help you with what we've been talking about. Because this is what I do and what you do with people when they meet with us for appointments or in groups. From time to time, we'll lead them in an experience. Because once you have that experience and you, you need someone to mediate it to you. And so people tell us, gee, no, your, your voice is soothing or being in your presence. You're a non-anxious presence for me and it helps me to connect with God's presence. And see, that's what we need from one another as Christ's ambassadors. That's what people need from their pastor or their Bible study leader or or what kids need from their parent. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really feeding off the soul of one another. And so that's what I hope Selah will be. Is It's just five minutes with a scripture meditation and uh, set to some music that's refreshing and renewing. And you'll get to just seep into an experience with God's word to nourish you body and soul. And experiencing that, then you're going to catch the angle and the, the, the way into this to do it on your own. And I hope people will use it as a, a way to even maybe listen in bed at night right before they go to sleep and practice and connect with God in that way and enter into rest, letting go of things from the day, or that they'll use it on the train, you know, listening to it on their phone on the train and just kind of close their eyes and use that as an opportunity to connect with the Lord and rest, or even waiting in line or waiting in your car to pick your child up from school, looking for these little opportunities throughout the day to be able to just rest and turn your, your heart and your mind to the Lord and his presence with you and his invitation for you to rest in him. Or driving in your car in traffic. That's one of the most important places of spiritual training for me is in my car. Most days, most of us are in the car driving from one place to another. And you know what do you do with that time? Yeah, turn on Selah and let us lead you in a meditation and an experience of quieting and, and prayer. And it turns your car into a, a little church there, a little place of prayer. Yeah. Moms could even use it with their kids together to help everybody just kind of calm down together. Because we've got so much stress in our daily lives. It changes, challenges, conflicts, pressures, responsibilities, urgencies, things that we're tending to internalize. And internalized stress becomes anxiety. And anxiety is bad for our health. Mm-hmm. And it decreases our performance. 
and it diminishes our ministry fruitfulness. And so it's really a big deal that we train our bodies to rest in the Lord's presence, to appreciate the moment here and now. God is here, and he loves me, and I can join in with him. And then we're in a position where we can overflow with that and minister that non-anxious presence to others. And whatever it is that we're doing, if we're sitting down, having a conversation with a friend, if we're working side by side on a project, if we're giving a sermon or leading a small group or leading a spiritual direction session, whatever our work is, when we do it with Jesus and people have a sense of God's peace that's coming off of our bodies, that's illuminated on our faces, it just makes it more powerful. It makes it more connective, more engaging, more inspiring. People are able to hear from the Lord. I'm thinking of Philippians 4 that says, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And as we practice and engage with these Selah practices and meditations, you're going to be leading us in, and I will be too, on Saltox Selah episodes. We hope that you will experience that, that it will help you to remember God is near and that his love and by entering his rest, his gentleness will be evident to all. And then you'll see the fruit of that and experience that in your life and in those around you. Will you pray for our listeners in this account? I will. Lord God, I'm so thankful for Christy, my partner, and her gentleness. Even as she brings that up, she ministers your gentleness to me. So many ways, uh, her smile, her saying, well, let's just pray about that, her listening ear. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for the ways that you have formed her and uh, you've also formed me in this discipline of rest and turning to your word, Lord, in order to find rest for our souls uh, that you offer us, Lord Jesus. And that's our prayer for all these Soul Talks conversations and now these new Selah episodes that will be in the Soul Talks stream of podcasts, these experiences. Lord, we just offer these up to you and pray that you would deeply touch the hearts of our listeners, and through them, the people that they care about, the people they minister to uh, in their church or their small group or their other group or gathering. We just thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity that we have to follow Jesus and to do it together. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. When Christy and I were given a sabbatical a couple of years ago, we had resistance we had to overcome. We've seen this also in pastors and ministry leaders who have sought our help for sabbatical planning and counseling. Out of our experience, we created a sabbatical guide for pastors. We thank God that in just over one year, it has been used by over 10,000 people. We're really excited about this resource. We've updated it and turned it into a booklet that you can give to a pastor who needs a season of rest and renewal. You can order this sabbatical guide on soulshepherding.org.